American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio presents The Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. Adventurers, welcome back to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I am here, as usual, with my good buddy, Lotus of Doom. How are you doing, Lotus? Hello. How are things? I am doing well. Uh, I had mentioned beforehand, hopefully, I've been chugging honey and water uh, to hopefully have my voice hold out for the whole show, because New England is very, very, very dry right now, and it's rough on the vocal cords and my sinuses. <laughs> yeah, well, you've been shouting a lot. You've been basically living in Skyrim, doing all your shouts, and I hope your That's throat is true. okay. That so. is true. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's still uh, nice and humid down here in the south. Uh, I live in uh, Merkmire, so... <laughs> <laughs> so so my throat is uh nice and moist isn't that a wonderful word there it is there it is uh but we're going to be talking about somewhere on the southern side of rift or in the rift inside the southern side of skyrim uh and not specifically the place but somebody who lives down there because today's episode is about one of skyrim's most hated people we're continuing our characters and people of skyrim with this month with uh, one of the um, most despised characters in all of Skyrim. And um, Lotus, uh, would you agree that this is probably one of the most, um, I don't know, despicable of people? Definitely. But I guess like, so I I would definitely say so. She's a good villain um, for almost like, I mean, not a main plot villain so much as kind of like a, territorial villain like it's just she is just like one of the overarching not overt like i'm going to kill the people but it's just like i enjoy it it's like this weird underground mafia style uh crime boss type of deal and maven blackbriar is a really good way of making a strong character, but also having that character not be a strong hero, but like a strong villain, mm-hmm. uh, very self-righteous, very for the fa- for her family, what's in her best interest and stuff like that. And she's pretty cutthroat. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about Maven Blackbriar, the uh, mafia like or almost corporate CEO like. Yeah. Leader of. I mean, she she almost owns the majority stake in Riften. She's got her tentacles, <laughs> <laughs> almost tentacles, her claws in uh, the seedy underbelly of the Thieves Guild. Um, she has some some connections with the uh, the Brotherhood. 
Um, she also has uh, some connections with the Imperials. There's there's a few different things that we're going to be going into this episode. But um, uh, those of you who have played through the game, I'm sure you recognize the Blackbriar name. It comes up a lot. There's um, there's some connections, of course, with the Thieves Guild. You, you get through the Thieves Guild quest line and you learn that she is kind of behind the scenes pulling the strings. You end up interacting with her a lot. Right. And uh, honestly, um, the more you know about Maven Blackbriar, the more you realize that she's often the one pulling the strings in most situations around Skyrim, um, which is a real good way of portraying kind of almost like this. Uh, we had mentioned like the corporate thing, like this omnipotent corporate entity, big brother type of thing. And she's kind of the head of it. Like people have actually have been, posting and she's kind of the boss queen of all like underground crime in and like her specific brand of need with the black buyer meadery. And this, you know, well, I'm sure we can touch on some of the quests where it's just like, she straight up eliminates the competition like corporate America, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, I, I think she's probably the most like corporate type uh, leader uh, kind of evil corporate leader that you come across in, in a game yep. like Skyrim and in a fantasy game at all. Um, I mean, uh, <laughs> let's just try to imagine um, somebody who is a powerful leader of a corporate or multiple corporate or, you know, companies, um, somebody who a lot of people go to for uh, their power and their wealth, somebody who uh, is too, very two faced at times, might say one thing, but do another. Somebody who speaks very poorly of other people who are, uh, not wealthy, somebody who values people only for their ability to get things done or do things for them, somebody who uh, brushes people off <laughs> if they have no value, either monetarily or in any way beneficially to them, uh, doesn't give any money to the poor, cares nothing for um, the gods and their abilities because they find themselves to be well above that. Um basically is dismissive and, and higher than everyone they talk to kind of just, you know, holier than thou kind of attitude. Like the, these are all the, the descriptions of, of somebody. And um, I don't know if you can imagine anybody in the real world that sounds kind of like this, but uh, you know, maybe you can. This is basically Maven Blackbriar, right? I, I feel like, especially over the last few years, we can get a lot of people that you probably have <laughs> some type of reference to. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, this is, this is who she is. And, um, you know, in, in, in lots of different ways in our own world, there's, there's people who, who do this, whether it's, uh, CEOs of video game companies or politicians, or, you know, like this is something that is reflected in, in the game because there are real people who, who are very much like this. And, and this is who she is. And, um, uh, Lotus, do you have it? Do you have like a, a favorite story line with her? Do you have favorite quest lines? Do you have anything you want to you want to point to here? So, my favorite um, quest line, uh, I'll actually go into uh, just because it, it's just long, but one of my favorite ones, where you um, poison. So there, there's another metery in question, and mm -hmm. and you poison the other metery. Like basically, you. Poison it so that you give the uh, the taster uh, uh, dysentery, for lack of a <laughs> better descriptor, it's some stomach issues. Um, the, the poos? You give them the poos. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
that quest line where you, where you're sneaking around, I, I thought it was kind of fun just sneaking around this, like, it's not a well-kept metery to begin with, but they had their own thing that was starting to take off. It was doing well for them. And you basically go in and just muck it all up and totally ruin things. Um, and then, you know, you get a thieves guild plant mm-hmm. placed in that situation um, where you get to use them as a fence, but as this, at, at the same time from all of this, Oh, suddenly it's, it's black briar meat is going to be served there because it's like, well, we're going to scoop this in and this is going to be mine. And it's literally like a hostile takeover, but in in Skyrim, which that quest, I just remember really laughing at. I was going to say, I love everybody else's uh, descriptions, bubble guts and (laughs) giving them the runs. Bubble guts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. That is great. So like I, um, I just really liked that quest. And that was a very, I mean, we made reference to, to the um, video game side of things. Cause we're discussing a video game centered franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, the way, you know, without necessarily turning this into like throwing shade at companies, but the way a lot of times you will get big AAA publishers or game devs and they will scoop in these smaller companies and kind of just dismantle them and redistribute people throughout that. That literally is exactly what happens. Um, and it happens a lot with big corporations. They see competition and if they have the means to, they will scoop in, uh, basically buy them out, be it in a, Hey, this is beneficial to you, or you can have a hostile takeover kind of like in this situation. Mm -hmm. And suddenly competition is now part of, what they're producing, like whether they took the idea or whether they just crushed it because it's like, well, no, we don't want this. Like this is problematic. So we want to stick with our thing. So we're going to just eliminate this competition type of deal. Um, I felt that that quest very much solidifies exactly her weird gray corporate morality type of thing where it's like, well, her morality scale is what benefits her and her uh, again company not so much her and her family the Bri- the blackbriar family so right right and um so let's get into that get into that a little bit she is the matron of the family maven and matron i find this interesting because those two words sound very similar right she mm-hmm. is the matron of the family she has multiple children uh you can actually interact with a few of the children um, you you start noticing the Blackbriar name multiple places. You'll notice it on some of the children. They play into some of the some of the quest lines that you can run into. Um, there are multiple quest lines in the Thieves Guild that you deal with. There's the Mistvale Keep quests that she's involved with as well. There's Riften. There's a Riften quest line, and then she shows up in the main quest line as well with the Thalmor and Embassy. So yes, the th- when you go visit, we talked about this when we did the recap of the main storyline. When you go visit the Thalmor and Embassy, you have to drop all your items. You have to put on the fancy clothes. You go hobnob with all the who's who of Skyrim. Well, of course. She's very likely uh, she's very much on the list of who's going to show up there, most likely because she is a non killable NPC. Right. And no matter what you do interacting with her throughout the game, even if you've played through all of these other quest lines before you finish the main quest line, you can't kill her. She is impossible. She she is (laughs) gifted by by the powers that be with immortality, it seems. And 
she will most likely be there. Yeah, Some of the characters will. She'll never do more than take a knee in any scenario and then yes. stand back up and be angry at you. Yes. And in doing research for this episode, that is something that a lot of people over the last 10 years have found very frustrating because there are a number of posts all over the Internet, predominantly on Reddit. Surprise, surprise of grumpy people talking about things they can do to get back at Maven Blackbriar because they can't manage to kill her, yeah. which is amazing. And the second half of the show, I'm going to uh, we'll be I'll be sharing with you one of the very creative ways of getting back at her. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, but I found that super interesting because once you realize who she is, you can actually go chat with her at the Thalmor embassy. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. And she, it just shows furthermore that she's intertwined with so many different things in in the Skyrim region. And to be fair, had Skyrim extended out past Skyrim, I'm sure she has her tendrils in all sorts of stuff in more than just the Skyrim region. I bet it probably does extend out more. You've got, you know, you've got places like the East Empire Trading Company and stuff like that. And nothing, I assume, is completely out of either her watch or her grasp. Right. Well, so that's the other thing is that she is at the Thalmor embassy, but she isn't necessarily a fan of the Thalmor themselves because she is on the side of the Empire. Right. So come the um, should should you get to the point in the game where the war between the uh, the Imperials and the Stormcloaks rages on and um, things are uh, what's the what's the word? Things kind of come to a head. Yep. Um, she if should the Jarl of Riften uh, be killed, she becomes the Jarl of Riften and Riften becomes firmly in the hands of the Empire or the Imperials. And so she takes on basically she becomes the power in control of Riften as seated by the Imperials. Right. She becomes an official figurehead rather than just like a you know, her behind the scenes situation. She's also generally like respected or feared, however you want to, however you want to put that. Um, so, so her influence is there, but yeah, in that situation, she becomes officially in charge of things as so much as just unofficially in charge of things. That'd be like for, for lack of a better thing, uh, electing Jeff Bezos president or something like that. It's like, okay, well now he doesn't just own like yeah. the largest company. He right. is also the president of the right. <laughs> so if you can it, imagine somebody who is well known for their business and running companies becoming the president, right? Like that's ever happened before. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. So yeah, that, that would weird. be kind of like this. That'd be a weird situation if that ever happened. If that ever happened. <laughs> it'd um, certainly unify the country. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, or at least in this case, it'd be like the mayor of a city. It'd be like yeah. somebody who's well known for business being coming a mayor of us. That's never happened for either. Yeah. So it's like, that's huh. just it. There's a lot of, and again, kind of uh, funny enough, regardless of how you feel about the person being elected in these situations, you know, to a position of power, it's kind of weird to just suddenly have that crossover. It, it, it's this weird situation of you to be successful in business is certainly a mindset to then be a leader of, uh, you know, a, uh, 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 area, a group of people or something like that is a different mindset. You get a very different feel when you have one come from the other, so to speak. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, how you get some of these divisive issues that come up or 
you know, sometimes you get useful things. It's, it's really, it's a weird situation to kind of be in type of thing when you have that much power and then they can shift what field they're in. Right. Right. Um, so we, we like to pull things from different articles and things. And, uh, this is probably the best thing that I can pull from the UESP article. There's a bunch of pro here, but this is the, uh, I want to read you the snippet here about her personality. There's a bunch of info we could share about like her schedule and how she gets up at eight o'clock in the morning and has a two hour breakfast and all this stuff. That stuff's real interesting. You can go read it on your own if you'd like. This part I think is the best part because it talks about her personality. And this is the part that I find the most interesting about her. So it says here, clearly the most influential citizen in Riften, Maven has the attitude to match both when talking to the citizens and when talking to you. When you approach her, she will greet you with disgust, saying, <laughs> I mean, you're the freaking dragonborn, right? Saying, I presume you're bothering me for good reason. <laughs> what in the name of oblivion do you want? Or I don't have time for idle chit chat. What is it? If you tell her that her name carries a lot of weight in Rifted, she will re reveal just how much weight. Of course, nothing gets done without my approval in this city. I have the Jarl's ear and the guards in my pocket. Anyone who troubles me, <laughs> troubles, anyone who makes trouble for me, and I, or I'm sorry, anyone make, makes trouble for me and I pay a visit to the Thieves Guild, make me angry, and I contact the Dark Brotherhood. You do well <laughs> to remember that next time you make such as a stupid observation. Now, now the, the connection here with the Dark Brotherhood is absolutely true because you do find remnants of a dark sacrament in yep. her in her uh, mansion. Right. And she's actually very pissed off at the Dark Brotherhood because they haven't acted on it. This is a legitimate well thing that, that comes to like comes to bear in the game. Right. And the other thing that's also interesting in the situation with her, flattery literally gets you nowhere because she even insults the fact that you didn't flatter her in a correct way. Like, there's really no winning with that scenario. Oh, my God. Because it's pretty irrelevant to her who you are at the moment until you kind of prove your worth to her. She can't really use you for anything. So, business savvy wise, what's the point with wasting time with this yet? You know what I mean? Like it hasn't become a reasonable business decision to really concern herself with you, be the dragonborn or not. Right. She's like the worst kind of person. Right. Uh, this goes on and says, after joining the, the Thieves Guild, you can also ask her how she became allied with them, to which she'll respond. The Blackbriar family has always been allied with the guild. Our connection with the Empire and within Skyrim make for a perfect fit. I dare say the guild owes its survival as much to my family as it does to its own people. When, of course, she takes all the credit, right? Oh, yeah. When exiting conversations, you will always get a disgusted, I believe we're done. <laughs> <laughs> or out of my way. <laughs> she shows little compassion for the poor and suffering. And when is when she is browsing the market in the afternoon, you know, the rifted market right in the center of the city. And the local beggars, which are always hanging out right there, uh, will collect nothing of her wealth. When asking for a handout, Sniff will receive a never. Now move aside. <laughs> when Ed, <laughs> while Edda will get an even more degrading, get away from me, you filthy woman. <laughs> she is equally uninterested in Mara, the, <laughs> the goddess of love, right? And the message of love. And if you attempt to hand her a pamphlet during spread the love, she will accept it as a joke. And I love this. Excellent. I needed some more kindling for my kitchen hearth. <laughs> 
Like she has no respect for the divines, even. No respect and absolutely could not give a crap less about anybody's like existence whatsoever. No respect for anybody. It's just total disregard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally cold. Totally cold about everything. Everything thinks everybody can be bought, thinks everybody's in her pocket. So you can see why people are just like, oh, my God, how do I find it? How do I figure out how to? Kill, she's such kill a woman? good villain, though. Like, oh, she's yeah. so she gives the crime feel of Riften to Riften, mm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like Riften would have so much less of the seedy underbelly feel without Maven and all that she does. So you make a really good point here because. The thieves, you would think that this would come from somebody inside the Thieves Guild. Like the leadership of the Thieves Guild are actually cool. Yes. Like they're 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 interesting characters. There's dynamics that go on. Some of them are shadier than others, but there's some cool stuff going on with the with the people in the Thieves Guild. Yeah. The real thief here is Maven Blackbriar. <laughs> Right. She's the real thief. She's the one who's conning other businesses or destroying other businesses openly. She's the one who's like stealing basically the, the livelihood of the people out from underneath them by creating monopolies and and uh, <laughs> trying to use the dark brotherhood to kill the competition. You know, like right. she's she's the one who's who's basically. I don't know, out in the in the open and using these diabolical methods and not even sorry about it. Like, nope. There's By no, any means necessary with her. Yeah, there's no sorrow. There's no compassion. There's no there's no feeling of ethics in there. Like the Thieves Guild is like we steal because we need to and we don't murder. Maven Blackbriar is like, I'll I do anything. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I steal because I want that, and I murder you because you're in my way. Right. There's no moral compass at all. Right. Like, this, this is the difference between, like, lawful evil and chaotic evil. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's it's literally any, any ends or any means will justify the ends that she wants to get to. It does not matter. Right. Right. It's it's pretty. It's uh it's rough. <laughs> it's yeah. really it's really rough. So um, that's why I think she's a, a really interesting character. Do you have any other any other things you want to add on top of this? No, she I think we covered most of that pretty well. I, I like I said, I actually uh, like is probably not a great way to describe Maven, but I actually mm -hmm. the series, I think, strongly benefits from this character. When you when you mentioned earlier, enjoy her like, as ooh. a villain, whether exactly like her. right. And, and when you had mentioned earlier, like, oh, what, what if we cover Maven this week? Very much on fan of the or a fan of like covering Maven Blackbriar, because I feel like in the grand scheme of all the stuff about Elder Scrolls, especially when it, you're doing character development and stuff like that, that we've kind of been going over the different people in the series. She's almost one of those characters that I could see being left like off a list just simply because. Well, okay, she she's not Mirak. She's not the Dragonborn. She's not a Jarl outright in the in she's not uh, you know, fighting for being the king. But she's so important. She's almost like the best character of the set building that the series has, to be fair. Like mm -hmm. she honestly kind of influences a lot of the stuff in the in the game 
more so than something like Ulfric, actually. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. Because she's he not has like his... a boss villain. Yes, she's a... and that's what's yeah, interesting she... about her. She's a great character to have in the in the whole experience, but she's not a hero that you're joining up with. She's not a villain you need to defeat. It's just, honestly, she almost controls her part of i always say that my favorite thing is less the individual stories and it's more the region she almost becomes part of the region because she controls so much in it right. and is the reason so much of the stuff even happens i, I she's a, she's a great character to have in the series is is really it right she is so influential for the tone of the region oh absolutely just the the i mean the woes of riften are almost 100% due to her and her alone. Um, For sure. Rob the Princess in in chat says, the Thieves Guild in Riften compared to other, or to to the Thieves Guild in the Oblivion game are so cruel and messed up. They beat up civilians like like a mob, or like the mob, and work for the corrupt elite. Whereas in Oblivion, they seem more like like a Robin Hood type group. Um, I'd say that the difference is 100% enabled to do to Maven. People like Mercer Frey wouldn't be in the Thieves Guild if it weren't for her. And I think you're absolutely right. Um, I I agree with that as well. And actually, that's a really good point because something that like, you know, some of the things you just remember from way, way back when I first joined and, you know, you you first encounter the Thieves Guild when you walk into Riften after you get past the sketchy guards, which are in and of themselves sketchy, like they're trying to shake you down at the gate. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and as you're going through, you basically immediately have the, the connection with Brynjolf and, and he kind of gives you the option to join the Thieves Guild. But one of the things that it, very much to that point, as Skyrim is the third game in the series I played, so I actually had plenty of experience with the series beforehand, um, Yes, that they very much are. They're, they're very, they, they're really different than the Thieves Guild in other games. And for a while, with the with the one where you actually have to do several shakedowns when you first get recruited in, yeah. one of them you get yeah. you mess up the guy's shop to get yeah. him to like yeah. pay up. I I was literally uh, joking that I I remember. Like when it was the group of us playing, because a lot of times, you know, we would just hang out as a group and people would toss the controller around and stuff like that. And I was like, this isn't even a thieves guild. You're just a thugs guild in this game. Like you're just just shaking people down and it's like time to pay you tribute. It's like we're not even thieving. We're just beating the crap out of store owners. Right. Right. And and, and that's due to her. And and I I think that this is this is something that I don't know. Many of us have learned in the last so many years is that um, leaders who are immoral draw other immoral people to their to their organizations. Yeah, especially if they're good at what they do. Right, right. Like if, if they're a magnet for other immoral people because mm-hmm. like, you know, the other immoral people are going, well, if you could do it, I could do it. Right. Like, there's a place exactly. in, me, in this world for me to succeed. And so I'm going to do what you do. <laughs> yep you're giving yeah. me a template <laughs> and she is basically and she is that template like yeah. she is the template that that is all spurned off of so right right yeah it's it's an interesting character and and really you know and and, and again echoes so much about the way these kinds of things actually work you know whether you look at the mob or these corporations that ha- don't really work morally and we've seen in the right. news lately or or even sure. political figures. And 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 I'm not trying to be, you know, a lot of people will 
you know, post things and like, oh, Tom gets political on these podcasts. But I mean, it works on both sides of the aisle. I'm not just trying well, to point out like, oh, you know, like the left or the right specifically. Oh, yeah. Politicians <laughs> on both sides are immoral, everybody. Yeah, and yeah, they, and they draw say, other immoral people. Is- underneath them and we see this reflected all the time like this isn't just i'm not just trying to pick on any one politician this happens everywhere and and to be fair unfortunately (laughs) um i do understand the whole sometimes like oh crap there's like politics in my escapism like that yeah i get that yeah that sucks i get it like unfortunately elder scrolls is not a good choice to uh escape politics uh in in your escapism as Mm -hmm. it's very parallel to real life and especially if you're going to talk about a crime boss uh there's there's kind of a shocking amount of parallels however you whoever you do want to connect it to that's up to you because i bet you no matter what you could find parallels to a lot so i I, I kind of just off the top of my head now i I could half a dozen people just kind of come to mind yeah you know over the last i don't know 80 years yeah so exactly it's 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 unfortunately an inescapable situation when the games are so revolving around their own politics, uh, because that's literally how the series progresses a lot of the times. It's they're not, oh, I I'm the Republican Party in Skyrim. No, it's not that stuff. It's like, oh, I'm part of the yeah. day. No, but they have their own thing. The Stormcloak Rebellion and the Imperials is a political debate in the in Absolutely. the series. That's Absolutely. what it is. Right. So like it's something just to acknowledge. You don't need to make the real world comparisons if you don't want to, but we're also not going to necessarily just ignore them either. Right, right. And I and I always try to do it from an academic standpoint, not from a... Oh, like, for sure, yeah. I'm not trying to make it like a, a point that somebody needs to vote a certain way. I, I like to keep things floating in the air and go, huh, this is interesting. Let's just keep it floating in the air. And, right. And I realize a lot of people can't do that. It becomes personal. So I, I don't ever yeah. mean to. And these, this is the apology I have to make to my in-laws all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't have a problem just kind of keeping these ideas floating in the air and just letting it be like a what if scenario. Yeah. Um, and just go, oh, this is interesting. And then just walking away from it. You yeah. Know? It's but, just like, oh, that oh, is well. an interesting thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, right, just leave it there floating in the air because, you know, I'll just until I come back to it again later. And right. let's just not draw any complete conclusions until I continue to learn more. But yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. Um, we've got we've got a really fun uh, post on Reddit. I wanted to call out from a, a few years back. All that, right. And we're going to get to that after we thank our patrons. So we'll be right back. The skies are marked with numberless sparks, each a fire and every one a sign. So this is the part of the show where we get to thank our patrons and Rob the Princess signed up during the show last week. So thanks again, Rob the Princess. And we had another wonderful patron sign up this last week. Gamer Whirl signed up. So welcome to the Patreon. And uh, well, thank you to everybody who helps to support this show. All holy crap. We're up to 58, 58 patrons. Holy moly. This is amazing. You guys are the best. And also, we have to call out our Daedric Prince tier patrons, Daniel O and Noodle Al Dente. Thank you so much. And I've been trying to remind everybody to make sure you add in your your addresses. to If you are a tier three, make sure you have your address in to get your stickers. Those are definitely going out very, very soon if you've been signed up for the last three months. Um, so I've sent reminders to people, sent some messages. I still see two of you who have not done that. And um, there's one of you who has not done it at a higher tier. So please, please, I want to give you stuff. You're paying your for included it. stuff. Get your stuff. Get your T-shirts and stickers. I made them. They're cool. And if you do get them, please share some pictures. I'd love to see them. Share them on social media. Um, 
yeah, Lotus and I aren't getting these. They're not going to us, but they're just yeah. going to you guys. And I'm going to be super jealous. And if we all, oh, you know, Lotus and I are thinking about going to PAX East coming up in a few months. That's planned. So uh, if you're going there, bring your T-shirts. I want to see them in person. Um, maybe we can have like a meetup and that would be super cool. But um, yeah, yeah. But if you've uh, if you've been enjoying the show and you would like to help support the show or we've done anything to help you get through your workday, your commute, your workout or um, I don't know cleaning your bathroom because you've got company coming over for the holidays and your bathroom. I love how very so, specific it's so dirty. our podcast gets for helping somebody with yes. uh, a, a, after a couple vague ones. I like how mm-hmm. we get real specific for mm-hmm. one thing. Yes, because everyone has to clean their bathroom before the company comes over because I know I know you and you've been putting it off because nobody likes to clean your bathroom. But you've got company coming and you got to make sure your bathroom looks cleaner than it normally does because you don't want your company knowing that you're 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 dirty. Yeah, we know how dirty you are. No, nobody wants that. Nobody, nobody wants, wants that. that. No, nope. so you got to you got to clean that bathroom. But while you're cleaning your bathroom, you can listen to the show. And while you're listening <laughs> to the show, you could just take a moment to go to patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast and see if you want to get ad free episodes because you're going to get more show and less ads. And then you could also get the other rewards, too, like a T-shirt and some other things. So go check that out. Um, also, you know, guys, I've been I've, I'm always trying to come up with more ways to give you stuff because this is just the way my brain works. Um, and I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, a lot of podcasts do like pod like patron only episodes. And I was thinking, like, what could I do for some patron only episodes? So if you got some ideas. Let me know. I might do some like patron only episodes, maybe drop them every other month or so. Just kind of start tossing them into the Patreon, put them at one of the tiers and who knows? Maybe that'll be a thing. Send me some thoughts on what you might want to uh, to get. And for some reason, my webcam froze again. So I'm yep, refresh sure it. did. Um, but I look awesome in that frozen webcam. Uh, there we go. Um, but <laughs> let me know. Let me know what kind of episodes you'd like to get. Uh, I might throw some extra bonus episodes in there for you guys and make that kind of a regular thing. So that's what I'm thinking about. Generally, uh, this is more where you can kind of discuss from the network side of things. But one thing that I was actually just finding out about, I'm not entirely sure if it's live now, Mm -hmm. but I know it will be helpful uh, here as well as like with the other show that I do, which is why I was looking into it. Um, It looks like if you use Spotify, which many, many, many of you do, um, everybody has their different platforms and choice. I believe it's going live. I'm not entirely sure if it's already live or going live. They're adding a rating system to Spotify. Yes. So it's in the process of rolling out. Yeah. I was going to say, if you Mm -hmm. like us and would like to give us a good review, I'm sure that probably helps or at least lets us know that you don't hate the show. Oh my God. I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you didn't like the, yes. whatever that we yeah. would absolutely love it please 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 yeah. uh so load it up I, I it's not on mine yet i've i've looked on my mobile device i've looked on on the app on my computer yeah. i've looked on a browser i don't think my stuff has updated yet but some of the people on our discord are like oh mine updated i can see the ratings yeah so so it's probably it's it's rolling out i actually check mine even though i listen to spotify all day i have zero idea if, it, if mine's live for it but um yeah, yeah. it's just something we've always said we appreciate on apple um mm-hmm. so it if yours is updated or you get the chance and could toss a a review i'm not even sure what the review system looks like but i think it's just five reviews stars are good I think it's yeah. five stars so if you love us 
give us five stars. We'd love it. Yeah. I mean, that, that would absolutely help. Um, getting a, a really solid start with that, with those of you who listen to the show all the time, a bunch of five star ratings. Um, I'm sure it's going to influence uh, ranking. And I'm sure. I'm sure, you know, and, and getting those uh, five star ratings right away will help us keep a, a high ranking and a high profile on Spotify. Um, yep. We already do have a high ranking and high profile on Spotify, but I, if we don't get those, I, I'm sure we'll we'll drop compared to some other shows. So please, if you are on Spotify, double check, scroll to the top. Um, here, let me pull it up right here, see if I can't uh, find it. Um, well, here, here's, here's just an example. Like this is the Witcher lore cast and I'm putting it on camera right here just for you guys to see, but like Witcher lore cast, there it is. And if you just scroll to the very top, you'll see you'll see where it shows shows the show and the information. Mine isn't updated yet, but right near where it shows the show and like the category and stuff, I believe there's going to be about like five stars that show just up where the show info is. And you just kind of click on the stars and give it a ranking. So um, Michelin rating of four. <laughs> I don't think that's, <laughs> that's the same thing. It goes, right? <laughs> I don't think that's the same thing, Olivia. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'd appreciate it. That would that would be a big help. And um, also, of course, on Apple Podcasts, if you if you listen on there, I would like to drop us a rating on there and leave us some some words. We'll read those out on a future a future episode. So that would be very appreciated. And thanks again to all of our patrons. You guys are the best. We'll move on with the rest of the show. Yes, yes, you're entirely brilliant. Conquering madness and all that. Blah, 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 blah. So, all right. So this is a this is a post on Reddit from a few years back by a Redditor named Ragnarok Hunter, who <laughs> this got uh, 8,434 updates on Reddit. All right. <laughs> and it's called Every Way to Screw Maven Blackbriar Over. <laughs> <laughs> because there are there's like dozens of these like oh my god i hate maven blackbriar posts on reddit there's just a bunch a bunch of bunch bunch of stuff right but this is probably my favorite one so hold on hold on to your butts this is, this is fairly long but we'll get through it here we go yes you know maven you also want to put a daedric dagger of soul trap in her back use her soul to enchant an iron dagger and throw that dagger into a lake i know you unfortunately she is an essential npc so she can't be killed but a merciless killing isn't always the solution at least without mods or console commands there are other ways to attack the blackbriars let's start with something light the blackbriar metery there are a couple ways to mess with the blackbriar business one is to locate a dunmer worker named Romlin Dreth, who asks you to deliver stolen Blackbriar mead to an innkeeper. Deliver the goods, get some jewelry as payment, and enjoy as much free mead as you can drink. Because now Blackbriar mead bottles, among other things you can put in the meadery, don't count as stolen. <laughs> That's good, but we can do better. <laughs> Next thing you'd want to do is joining the Thieves Guild. But wait, you may say, isn't the Thieves Guild under Maven's influence? Shouldn't I ignore it completely? Well, you'll see that the damage you can do from the inside is worth it. After you do some errands for the guild, you'll be sent to Goldwyn or Golden Glow Estate with the objective of burning some beehives, like Lotus was talking about, right? As as a message, but not too many, as Maiden needs the honey. I right? did this wrong the first time I did this quest. Yeah, I did too. I burned too many of them. I, didn't, I wasn't paying way attention. carried away and burnt the whole place down. Right, right, right. Naturally, you'll want to burn them all. <laughs> right. You won't be paid, but the little gold you lose, Maven, will lose tenfold. So we did it right, actually. Yeah, I feel called out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, 
You may want to continue with the Thieves Guild questline, restoring the guild's glory and power, therefore making it less dependent on the, the Blackbriars, but don't finish it yet so the ending gets even sweeter. While you're at it, consider not dealing with all the skeevers and the madmen in the hunting brew meadery and just go with some invisibility potions and not settling a debt a guy named Vald has with Maven. There's also the other pillar of Maven's power, the Dark Brotherhood. Just kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> just take them all out so she can't yeah. even summon them anymore try getting your money's worth now i eliminated the entire <laughs> guild on principle right right and now it's time to go personal find a guy named lewis latrush in the bee in the barb in rifton he'll ask you to go close a deal with sibby blackbriar maven's son the deal being steal a horse from maven and deliver it to lewis do you remember this one I do. This is this. Yeah, this is another good quest. Yeah. You should tell Maven about the plan. What? He, he writes what in parentheses. So it feels even better when you keep the horse for yourself. <laughs> is this, um, this is Frost. Is this deep horse seated Frost? trolling. I think this is Frost, right? Um, make sure to keep or make sure to kill every Blackbriar mercenary and take everything in the house not bolted down while you're at it. After that, go back to Sibby and search for his ex-girlfriend, who he wants to kill. She's in Iverstead, working at the inn. But you'll tell Sibby she wants to. She went to Morrowind. Also, talk to Ingund Blackbriar and deliver some ingredients. After you did all of this, kill both of them. <laughs> Don't forget your duty to the world as Dragonborn. Learn some neat words of power. Kill some Thalmor. And get to the point in the main quest where you preside a peace council between the Legion and the Stormcloaks. Make sure the Imperials get Riften so the deal in the deal so Maven is made Jarl. That way you'll be able to exile her when you capture Riften for the Stormcloaks. Wow! <laughs> and now the grand grand finale. Maven has serious business problems. She has lost her personal assassins, two of her children, her horse, and her newly acquired throne to you. But still, she'll be present at your coronation as the new master of the thieves, thieves Guild that no longer needs her. Congratulations, you destroy—you just destroyed Maven Blackbriar without killing her. Maybe you could test all those master thief abilities, stealing everything you can find in her house in Riften, and her pocket, and her remaining son's pocket, and Maul's to her, her her tough guy Maul. There's no limit to pettiness when it comes to screwing the Blackbriars over. That is possibly the most elaborate petty revenge thing I've ever heard. That is so well designed. That is some advanced griefing. That is, right? I feel like somebody needs to design a mod that sets each of these things up as quests. Yeah, it feels like at that point, just like item delete from the console commands Maven Blackbriar would be like a, a more graceful way to put her down because yeah good lord right that, <laughs> that feels like is... just sending her into like an oblivion plane like poof, right. you're out of here she probably goes into mike's little uh play, <laughs> little play, pocket square world, of yeah. elsewhere it's a little elsewhere square yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that is that's really funny that is a really funny post with honestly a shockingly deep level of <laughs> trying to troll maven 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sharing this link with you guys in chat right now if you want to see it. And I, I can put this in the um, the show notes if, if you want to go give this guy an upvote because it deserves the 8,000 updates it got. This yeah, that's really, that's really well done. It's very funny. Yes, yes. I'm glad I found this uh, when I was doing my research. So um, thank you so much for this wonderful, awesome idea. Whoever you are, Ragnarok Hunter, um, this is a really fun way to screw over Maven Blackbriar. I especially like the telling her about, about the horse plan and then stealing it and keeping it for yourself. Stealing and just, killing her. Just be like, screw you, Maven Blackbriar. You're taking the horse. <laughs> That's right. I'm keeping the horse for myself. <laughs> How petty. How petty is that? oh man oh that's very good that's very enjoyable i like that quite a bit yeah yeah it'd be really funny to make a mod where those are quests and then find somebody who can do like voice lines that like something can do a voice lines that are like close enough to her voice that it sounds like her and then edit in some reactions for when you screw her over (laughs) (laughs) that would be amazing but yeah that was I, again, very important character of the series, whether apparently you uh, live in fear of her, uh, respect her, or uh, devote your entire playthrough to just griefing her. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> there's so many options. Yeah. Livia in chat says, okay, but Maven is just queen, so my queen. Maven for Jarl of Skyrim. <laughs> See, well, that's what know. I mean. It's all, right. it's always some people in fan, and I was going to say, she's a uh, She's quite the woman in power in, in Riften and Skyrim as a whole. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, you got to pick your side. So there you exactly. go. I don't think you're probably going to be on a losing side with her backing, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, until she screws you over. That's that's valid. Or or until you run into uh, what was his name that wrote that Reddit post? <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He he absolutely or or, or hey, I was going to say they definitely managed to make a losing side for for her. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's it for this this episode. Oh, I forgot to mention our um, our patron episode coming up uh, is scheduled for the 30th. And so two weeks away. And um, so that'll be the what two days before uh, New Year's. So we should have time to do that. I would probably be able to squeeze that in, I would think. Squeeze that in. So patrons, that's coming up. And if you want to sign up for Patreon for tier four or higher before then, then you still have time to do that as well. Um, Lotus, you have anything cool going on? Anything you want to share before we we head out? No, I was going to say I'm just uh, doing my usual thing over at Tales of Tamriel. We've uh, had uh, the Imperial Library actually join us uh, with TES Benefactor on behalf of them. He's one of their librarians, actually, at the website. Uh, Last week, we had a good discussion and kind of about the entirety of the series as a a whole, which was a lot of fun. Um, But we're... Probably got one more episode, uh, hopefully, that I can squeeze in because holy crap, have I been busy recently. Uh, Honestly, this Thursday thing has been a little easier than trying to do weekend stuff for me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so we should have one more Christmas episode and then we'll be back at the start of the new year with some exciting new guests to join us on the show and stuff like that. So keep looking forward to that. We got one, probably one more show for this year. And then, um, yeah, try to take a little hiatus and then be back over there as well to kick things off. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do I have going on? I uh, posted a, a video on the Robots Radio YouTube talking about what I'm doing with that channel and where I'm planning to go with it and how I'm going to be focusing that channel more on 
kind of like general updates for RPGs and and that kind of stuff more generally. So uh, a lot of Elder Scrolls stuff and Skyrim things as usual, but also general up RPG updates as well. And um, got some got some kind of plans going on in my head, kind of playing with, and I'm thro throwing some stuff out to Lotus, and we've got some got some ideas for th things in the future. So. Maybe we'll be playing with that as well. Also, um, I'm going to be doing more of my Naked Nord uh, Elder Scrolls Online run coming up. Um, I would love to have you guys be able to join me for that. So if you want to create a naked, uh, weaponless, armorless Elder Scrolls Online character PC uh, in US servers. And if you see me playing on... <laughs> on <laughs> anytime during the day or in the evenings and I'm streaming on my YouTube channel then you're welcome to come join me you're welcome to come follow me around and I'll be running through a bunch of just quest stuff running through delves doing all sorts of things I think it would be hilarious to just have a mob of us just tearing through the countryside naked just destroying quest lines and people just, I, I, what I really want is for people who don't know that this is happening to start just posting things online. Like, this is so weird. I just saw a group of naked people just like run past me doing quests really fast. Just like speed running quests. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's really what I want. Um, yeah, I might be able to play on weekends. Um, most of the time I'll be playing uh, either in the mornings or maybe evenings. I'm going to try and stream in the evenings more often too. Um, but I don't have a set schedule right now for streams. But with the holidays coming up and st things, things are going to be kind of weird, you know, trying to find time to play around family stuff and whatever. But we'll figure it out. I also um, tossing around ideas for those of you who haven't jumped into Elder Scrolls Online yet to do some giveaways on my YouTube channel. I'm trying to figure out how I want to do that as well. So let me know if you think that would be a fun idea and maybe we'll work something out. So, um, you think have any fun ways to do giveaways, Lotus, on, on live streams? I am. So I am notoriously bad at giveaways because I lose track of what I'm doing <laughs> and then give away everything before I realize that we've only been going for a period of time. I'm uh -huh. very bad at pacing. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, and luckily, I mean, everybody during Extra Life was very nice because I actually at one point completely bankrupted myself by giving away all my gold too fast uh -huh. and was like, whoops, because I'm not a PC main, so I don't have the same degree of funds. And I was like, whoop, that oh. guy got a little carried away That's and then the community Oops. was super nice donated me a bunch of money that i could keep giving away to encourage Aww. people to hang out and donate to extra life oh that's so, nice yeah so everybody was super super generous and made up for the fact that i am terrible at pacing oh <laughs> yeah i'm thinking about giving away some some copies of elder scrolls online on pc so more people who yeah. haven't played before can jump in make a naked character and we can all just level together well, the thing that's good with that is even if it is just the simple base game version of it, um, you know, there's limitless ways to spend money in ESO, which has been somewhat of a point of contention recently um, <laughs> on social media, which is fine. Uh, I don't, again, it's uh, whatever. We'll go on forever if we get into that topic. But um, yeah. if you just have the base game or the game itself, like as a base game, there's a lot to do. Like there's more than most games worth of quality content. Yeah. If you just have 
the base game and nothing more or right. the free and, DLCs. Cause they, they actually, uh, the Imperial city, which was well, the first DLC is included. Like that's just, you can get that for free from the store. Now that is not exaggerating several hundred hours worth of stuff to do. And uh, with, with my naked, like trying to go through all the quests character, just getting through all those base zones is going to take me a long time. Oh yeah. So for people who are trying to just like, play through those base zones, even if I just give away the base game, you, you'd be able to join me and do those base zones. Right. So, yeah, there'd be a lot of just being able to do stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, let's see what I can do about that. We'll, we'll see how that goes. So, uh, maybe I'll do like a, maybe I can put it on like the spinny wheel of doom or something. It can be <laughs> one of those things that shows up on my spinny wheel of doom, like give away a copy of the game every time we go into new, uh, get a new quest. That could be like one of the things that could. Oh, yeah, up. there you go. There you go. That could be fun. Yeah. So like, yeah, that. Oh, there we go. Like I, it, we, are already we get something else that does like something weird or I, I have to do something weird with my character as we're going through the next the next quest line or somebody in chat gets a, a copy of the game. That could be fun. All right. We'll figure something out. But um, that's what I got going on. And uh, we're going to have new updates to the website. So robotsradio.net for all the different shows. There's always fun stuff going on, but do make sure that you're following the YouTube channel because I will be doing regular videos. I'm going to try and do a, a video every month that updates the community on what's going on with Robots Radio, the, the podcasts, the YouTube channel. I want to I want to bring more of the community together into one place and make this kind of more cohesive and have a way to communicate to everybody and and. I know there are people on the Discord, but sometimes people don't log into the Discord. Sometimes people don't see the posts on certain channels, and some people don't follow the Twitter. I, I want to create like a, a hub where people can plug in and just find out what's going on in a quick moment. And I think videos are going to be the best way to do that. So make sure you're following the the YouTube channel. So I think that's the best way to do it. I'm so I'm solving problems, guys. I'm a problem <laughs> solver. That's what I that's what I do. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks again, Lotus, and we'll see you guys My next pleasure. week. And until then, stay safe and try not to deal with Maven Blackbriar. But if you do, I j we just gave you a wonderful plan for how to screw her over. So enjoy. See you guys next time. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please reach out to us at elderscrollslorecast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ESO Lorecast. I really appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you soon. You've been listening to the Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, there were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. Once Upon a Wasteland is their story. Follow Elizabeth Kirby and Odessa Valdez as they pursue their happily ever after in the post-apocalyptic Appalachian wasteland of Fallout 76. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many other podcasting platforms. Once Upon a Wasteland, a Fallout 76 love story. Available now.